Did you miss me? I missed you. But we're back. Happy New Year, baddies. Happy 2022. Happy Jupiter and Pisces. All of the things. I am just sending you the most love, the most warmth, the biggest blessings and wishes for a new year that is filled with health, wealth, abundance, hot sex, and big-ass checks. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. It's your girl, Maddie Murphy, your cosmic consultant. I'm back. This is so fun. We're here. Bring on the new. We're doing it. Took a little break from the podcast, but we're back here delivering you, as always, what you need to know, what's happening up there in the cosmos, how it affects us down here on Earth. And this is our first episode of 2022. 2022? What are we saying? Let me know. I really, before I get into, I'm going to talk about the astrology of this week. We have, uh, you know, Mercury's about to enter retrograde. 2022 is just like starting. It's not even like letting us get warmed up. It was like new moon, bam, Mercury retrograde, bam, Venus retrograde, still been going on. But truthfully, the astrology of January is actually a lot about room to breathe, but that's also because it's being dubbed as the month of retrogrades, um, which we always know allows us to pull back. So before I get into all of that, I just wanted to say thank you so much. I received so many DMs from you when I said I was taking a break. First of all, my last episode, I was so weepy and choked up and really feeling all my feels, end of the year stuff, eclipse season, and, you know, just came at you guys raw, raw and real. And then I said, I'm going to take a break. And, you know, my Virgo heart it's hard for me to take breaks. It's like, they're kind of like fakeish breaks. Like I'll say I'm going to take a break and then I don't, or I sneak in work here or there. And it was really nice to have that time. And so many of you reached out and were like all caps, like applauding me. Like, yeah, girl, you take that break. Amazing. Go for it. Like you deserve this. Like, you know, we're going to miss you, but yes. And I was like, that's, this is the culture. This is the community I want to live in, where we are all caps cheering on when someone's like, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to rest. It's beautiful. Thank you. I have truly am so blessed. I have the best like community podcast family baddies ever. I'm, I'm just blown away. So thank you. That was so humbling, so beautiful. And yeah, my break was great. And it's like winding down took a break from the podcast, kind of winded down the business and took a true like capital B break in that time in between Christmas and New Year's. Took a napcation with my life wizard where we just went to an Airbnb that was dog friendly in the middle of nowhere and basically just slept, ate and watched lots of movies on Netflix. So it was great. It was delicious. I loved it. So, oh my goodness, so much to talk about. 
this, obviously we're going to get into the week ahead like we always do. If you've been like loving the energy reports of the last year and you know you are really enjoying using astrology as a tool to map out your life and to understand what the heck is happening here and to kind of get ahead of some of the patterns and make the most of them, then I invite you. We are doing a webinar for 2022. Put the link in the show notes, but it's going to be a live call with me. It'll also be recorded if you can't join. It goes down on January 11th, 111, because when else would we do it? At 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, we did it last year. It was so much fun. We'll talk a little bit about what happened the past year in astrology, but mostly focusing on, yeah, the big trends, some forecasting, you know, and just making sense of it in practical terms as we always do. And 2022, it's going to be lit. It's also going to be a roller coaster, like highs and lows. But the best part is we're kind of starting to separate from the, the topics and themes that were so present for us in 2020. We still have work to do and we still have a lot to tend to, but there's a lot of energy of new, new life, inspiration, creativity, healing. And I really want everyone to take advantage of it as much as possible. So I'm excited for that. I get to nerd out and go through all my slides and get into like, you know, studying history and telling you the patterns of things and what happened the last time this astrology happened. So come join. It'll be fun. Like I said, it's recorded if you can't go live. And if you are there live, I'll do like a Q&A at the end and yeah, we can just have a little chat. So anyway, that is that. Let's talk about just astrology. If astrology isn't real, we're going to get into our moon report in a second. And then I'm going to talk about Mercury retrograde and just kind of a high level glance of like what's been happening, what's going on in January. But the thing that I've been just dying and the thing that almost made me break my promise from taking a break All I can hear is Ross. We were on a break. Good God. I've been brainwashed by like being a child of the late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. So anyway, the thing that almost made me take a break from our break was I wanted to hop on and be like the whole COVID, Omicron, just the numbers spiking, everything, holiday plans getting canceled, impossible to get tests, everything we've been seeing is something I believe I talked about it here. I forget if it was here or in one of my community calls, but Venus retrograde has been, Venus the planet of values and the planet of like understanding where we're investing our energy and our time and understanding the value of things. And Venus is also kind of like the planet of its money. So it's like paying up and and honoring, you know, the cost of things. Went back through Capricorn, through the degrees that astrologers started to call, they were associated with astrologers called the COVID clump. So stay with me here. In 2020, you know, the the planets that did the thing that was 2020, the planets that I would say, you know, were the key players that were the most responsible for that whole thing we saw was Pluto, Jupiter, and Saturn. They were all in Capricorn and they had moments throughout the year where they would become in one combination of those three in a direct conjunction. And they would just fuck shit up like wrecking balls. And when one of those planets came into a conjunction in 22 to 24 degrees Capricorn, astrologers specifically, I think I saw this from Chris Brennan, the numbers started to spike of COVID cases. So they started calling this a COVID clump. Of course, flash forward, spoiler alert, surprise for no one listening, 
Venus went retrograde right before Christmas, around the 19th or 20th, through those degrees. So it's returning to that story, right? All of astrology is just a story of patterns and cycles. So astrologers had been kind of calling out that at the end of December into January, we were going to be yeah, feeling some of the effects of COVID. We were going to be asked to, in a very Capricorn, Saturn fashion, learn from our mistakes and see what are the new structures that we have and the new systems so that we don't have to, you know, go back the same way we came or, or go back down that same road, I should say. So yeah, long story short, another astrology isn't real moment. The good thing is it's not as intense as that 2020 astrology. 2020 was the breaking down, the waking up. 2021 was like progress, but through, you know, liberation through limitation was one of my themes. 2021, the year of a lot of like fighting between the old and the new and a lot of like five steps forward, four steps back energy. You've all heard me say it. And now 2022, we kind of get into a new story. That's about an opening, a shifting, a returning back to something that's a little different, more about unity and, and healing instead of divisiveness. And you know what? I'm just going to chalk it up to astrology that under this Venus retrograde, I saw Marjorie Taylor Greene, one of the loudest uh, voices, first for QAnon, then for like anti-COVID weird misinformation, uh, was booted from Twitter. So I'll take that as a sign for uh, good things to come. But no, Venus retrograde. And then, you know, we're, we're going to be experiencing this, I imagine, through the end of January. March and definitely April is where things start to feel that light and bright energy I'm talking about. So hang in there, baddies. Enjoy this time. Not enjoy, you know, stay safe. And I'm sorry if anybody had COVID or had family affected by it in any negative way, but I mean, drop in. The energy of this astrology is reflect, work on yourself, build a foundation for the empire you're building for the new life, for the new self. Like, take what you've learned over the last two years and it's kind of like put those finishing touches on it. Stay quiet, stay in your own peace and then, you know, get ready to hit them with the razzle dazzle when we go into end of March, April. All right. Okay. So I hope that uh, I had to, I had to open up with that. All right. Okay. So we're going to go right to the moon report. All right. So I can't really beat the COVID story. There's so much that happened over the last few weeks that I was wanting to comment on, but it was all kind of micro news. So let's go into our moon report. So if you're new here, maybe you take out your pen and paper, your journal. This is where I'm going to go day by day and give you what sign the moon is in. And we look at this and we track this because the moon is our inner world. The moon represents our emotional self. It governs our inner landscape. And when we can begin to study the moon and how it changes and shifts, we can understand how to work with that and we can plan our life around that. Or at the very least, like one of you said to me on a call this past week, just, you know, realize you're not that shit crazy. <laughs> yes, you have different emotions and different energy levels every day. So let's start with the day this podcast comes out and that is January 7th. So we have the moon is in Pisces. So the moon will be in Pisces all day on the 7th. And so this is going to be a great time. What I was just saying about reflecting and being inward and all of that. Pisces loves that shit. So use this day, I would say cosmic RXs to do. Make yourself a magical bath, like get some fun crystals, water safe crystals out, 
get the candles safely, put some like flower herbs, maybe get a bath balm, magical bath time. Um, Pisces moon days are great for paying attention to your dreams, journaling on them, pulling some tarot cards, doing some witchy shit feels good. Pisces moon days, get extra sleep, hit the snooze button, try not to feel too guilty about it. And then things to look out for on Pisces moon days is just like where you may be denying reality or untethered or like having um, a bout of like escapism. So if there is something you need to deal with, like I, I would be honest with yourself and look at it and, you know, those colored glasses are beautiful, but maybe just pop them off and just kind of see, okay, because this is Jupiter is going to be on the moon too. So whenever we have Pisces moon days now, they're going to be exacerbated, exaggerated, all right? So just make sure you're seeing things as they are. If you feel like something, you know, it's too good to be true, maybe it is. I don't know. But just discernment, keywords, Pisces, Moon Days. So let's go into Saturday, the 8th. Saturday, Sunday, Moon and Aries. Aries Moon Weekend, Cosmic Rx. First of all, do something that makes you feel like a bad bitch, honey. Yes, like do it. Maybe a little sexy, sacred thirst trap selfie photo shoot. Aries Moon definitely gives you energy. It's like high octane. So mixing that with Venus retrograde and Capricorn feels like maybe cleaning an area of your house you've been putting off Aries. They do tend to like things orderly and like not minimalist, but like efficient. Okay. So if there's an area of your life that doesn't feel efficient, use this Aries moon, tend to it. Maybe you want to do something that blows off some steam. Like I said, some self-pleasure, some sweating, cardio, I don't know, screaming into a pillow. <laughs> the things we want to look out for on Cosmic Rx, opposite of that, which is, I would say, a don't, aka, on Aries Moon Days, is just looking out for emotional blow-ups that could be avoided by, again, giving yourself your own space to process and articulate your emotions. And then Aries Moon Days, this is kind of bridging the two, but I just want to bring it up. Don't apologize if you want to do something alone. Sometimes on Aries Moon Days, we want to kind of have our own time or do a project just with us, just me, myself, and I. Okay, so let me go into Monday, and we started off with a Taurus moon. And this Taurus moon is going to go through Tuesday and into Wednesday evening. So Taurus moon days, Cosmic Rx, I want you to really do something where you feel grounded. I want you to focus on being on your body go to a great like juicy yoga class or get a massage or do some foam rolling. Taurus moon days, you might also want to like cook yourself something amazing that will last for the next few days, right? Taurus likes things that last. Taurus likes to feed. Taurus likes to slow down and cooking to me. All the best cooks I know are just like, they take their time with things, right? And Taurus moon days, we're feeling into that. So make yourself a big pot of soup or a chili or some sort of like I don't know what, something that you can enjoy for the next few days after that. Taurus moon with Venus retrograde and Capricorn could also be a good day to make yourself a money date. An expression I learned from some woman Tori who has the TikTok, her first 100K. And she talks about on her podcast, Financial Feminist, making money dates with yourself once a month where you pour yourself you know, a glass of wine, get nice food, and you just go over all of your finances and look at everything and just comb through it all. And she made it sound very sexy and lovely. So do that. Taurus Mundis, you want to look out for, of course, being like overly stuck in your ways, looking where you're not budging on something more out of pride or ego versus like actually totally 
you know, being married to that, that idea or ideology. And yeah, then we go into Thursday where we have the moon in Gemini and the moon in Gemini will be there leading us into the cancer full moon a few days later. And the moon in Gemini for that Thursday, it's a great time. This is right before we head into Aquarius season. So we have Capricorn, Sun, Gemini, Moon, and it's talk, go out, Cosmic Rx, meet up with friends, like tell them about your vision, your dreams, trusted friends, the inner circle, right? There's something that Capricorn and Gemini love together. It's like Capricorn has the idea and then Gemini is kind of like the salesperson, the hype person, the PR person, right? Or Capricorn has more than the idea. They have the whole business plan. All right. I'm wrong on that. I'm sorry. They have more than the idea. And we just had a new moon in Capricorn where I hope you were able to make some time to set some intentions. If you haven't, you can do it now and set them for the year. You like tell, tell someone, talk about what you plan on doing and tell them about your big business plan or your travel or whatever on your vision board or the money you want to save this year, how you're ready to fall in love. It makes it so real telling it to someone else and it activates it in a way that like now has its own life force. And it's also a beautiful exercise in like speaking on your desires. So I invite you to do that on Gemini Moon Days or conversely, you know, listen to a podcast, read a book on something that you're passionate about bringing more into your life too this year. And then Gemini moon things to look out for being gossipy comes to mind, you know, just being careful of where are you like, you know, I listen, I love spilling the tea. I try and keep my tea spilling to a certain level. You know, me and my family love spilling tea. I don't even know. We're just like telling stories basically. So <laughs> like spilling tea, if you have an interesting story or you're just like, want to tell someone about something that happened to you, that's fine. I feel like gossip is where you start to one, tell secrets that are not yours to tell or where energy can get a little catty, snarky, unkind, harmful. So we want to look out for that. And yeah, think Gemini Moon Days too. Just try to be decisive. Pick a decision, go for it. It's okay. Don't say yes and overcommit too many things because you feel indecisive. It doesn't really feel good to you or anyone else. Just, you know, say something, say yes to something, say no to other things and just own that. Okay. So that's your moon report. That's your emotional weather for the week. So now we're going to head into the planetary planning. This is just where I'm going to tell you a few of the key transits, one major one that is just going to affect you and all of us for the week ahead. And just how in some practical terms, how you can work with this. Okay. So from uh, the 7th to the 13th, we have, I would say it's a pretty quiet week in terms of nothing big happening in terms of the outer planets, the shifting. We're taking a deep breath, but we are getting ready for Mercury retrograde in the sign of Aquarius that goes down on January 14th. So I'm going to tell you how to work with that in a minute, but I just wanted to kind of say again, like all of January, it is a little bit about leaving yourself room to breathe. I cannot stress that enough. January is not a time to like pack in everything you want to do for the new year or try to get back to like life as normal or doing all of your like quote unquote resolutions and being really hard on yourself and setting yourself up for failure. It's a month of like connecting in, building a good foundation, framework, setting yourself up for success. January has a lot of high frequency energy. 
you know, Mercury being an Aquarius, it is about thinking into that more visionary perspective. Venus retrograde is going on to the very last day of January, basically, right there to the very end, to January 29th. We are in this quarantine. We talked about the importance of, we were talking about quarantining a lot this past few years, and Venus goes retrograde for these 40-day cycles. And 40 days and the word quarantine have a connection. Quarantina is what talked about women after birth in Latin American countries take 40 days to rest and recuperate. They also do it in Eastern European countries. We talk about we see 40 days a lot in terms of fasting. In Jewish and Hindu traditions, Moses wandered the desert for 40 days. There's this thing around 40 and we're in this like purification moment with Venus about like, okay, where am I holding on to something that's not in alignment with my values anymore? Where do I need to up-level something? Where do I need to ask for more commitment from someone, something, or where do I need to give more of a commitment? And we're being really supported in that. Jupiter and Pisces is going to make things feel a little easier while we do that. Past two years have been a little bit of a slog. Like it could just feel like you were pushing up against something really heavy. So while there's a lot of retrogrades in January, I just want to say it's a high, it's a lighter frequency than we've been feeling. I hope that makes sense. The one thing for this week that I want to point out before I get into Mercury retrograde is on January 8th, the sun conjoins Venus and it's retrograde. So whenever the sun touches something, it brings things to light, right? Or illuminates something. So I'm just pointing out that you might have, you know, ghosts from an old relationship come up or a remembrance of an old dream or an insight as to one of the themes that's been going on for your Venus retrograde. You might have a moment of clarity. Okay. So I've been noticing and really tracking in the Venus cycles when Pluto conjoins Venus a bunch and all these dates are in our moon guide if you want to download it during Venus retrograde. Pluto and Venus is what has made this, especially the end of December, feel kind of heavy in a moment of like grieving or are things ending um, really abruptly. Actually, the day that Mercury conjoined Venus and Pluto was the day that Jesus Lane Maxwell, the, that verdict came out, which I thought was interesting. Okay. So anyway, we're moving on. We're moving into this energy of January, why it's also a little bit lighter and brighter is that we finished the third and final Saturn-Uranus square in December, December 24th. And that was kind of the key, that was the signature transit for 2021. That was what we were in this like tug of war between these two planets, super intense. Now they're still there, but they're not in this direct square and they won't be again. And they're going to start moving further and further away from each other because Saturn's direct, Uranus is retrograde. And we're going to feel it like that separation of that like tension or that conflict. And we're going to be feeling like we're moving towards certain resolutions in certain areas. All right. Not falling for anything surface level. We still have work, capital W work to do, but just wanted to give you all, like I said, some higher level context as to what this January is bringing us. So let's talk about Mercury retrograde, which we love to talk about here. No fear, no shade, but you know what? Respect, respect for Mercury retrograde. Okay, so mark the dates, January 14th to February 3rd. We have Mercury is retrograde. It starts off, this is interesting. It starts off in Aquarius, the sign of like thinking really big, thinking about things from a different angle. Mercury in Aquarius, I feel like brings revolution and revelation to us. 
for sure. But then on January 25th, part of the retrograde is it's going into the sign of Capricorn. And so we're going to be revisiting, I think, again, some of these things that came up during Venus retrograde in Capricorn, things that were going on during Mercury in Capricorn in December, early Jan, and then it will finish out the cycle on February 3rd. Now we're already in the shadow period, so you might already be feeling like technology may be glitchy, wonky, obviously travel plans are God knows what right now between COVID and everything. And you might've just had some weird like error system alert updates. That's all part of it. And so Mercury, the first thing I'll say, you know, we're not fearful of Mercury retrograde. We also do want to like respect it, right? If we knew that like, you know, there was going to be a a big rainstorm, we'd be like, okay, there's going to be flooding. Like, let's be smart about this. So with Mercury and Aquarius, Mercury retrograde happens four times a year. So it's like, it happens. We've lived through it. We all live through it. It's a great time to slow down. It's a great time to focus on the re's, as all of us astrologers say. But before I get into that, just some real practical magic. Mercury in Aquarius went retrograde last year in 2021 too, right in the beginning of the year. So if you also want to look at like what were some of those themes that came up for you, specifically that was January 30th, what was going on then, what was happening from Jan 30th to February 20th, you might have an indication of like, okay, that's what happened last time. You know, oop, I, I lost my phone. Let me make sure I turn on my, uh, find my iPhone feature now. Maybe I spilled water on my laptop. Definitely don't want to do that again. Maybe I got in a really weird a miscommunication with a group of friends that kind of blew up. Let's, let's avoid that. And that's going to be two of the very big themes of this Mercury retrograde is like technology because Aquarius rules the airwaves, rules the internet, rules tech. And Aquarius rules friend groups and our community and our network and our our inner circle and our people and our outer circle too. So I'm just going to give you your big cosmic RX is definitely going to be mindful over those two things and look back at those dates and what was going on. Aquarius is also the higher mind. So you may be rethinking things during this time, thinking about something different, thinking about something from a different perspective. Okay. So I'm just going to give you some quick pointers just so we know, you know, what to expect, what not, and what to do, what not to do. So having Venus retrograde crossover with Mercury retrograde, you know, the people are coming back from the past, the old flames, the fuck boys, the toxic friends, the um, old coworkers, the bosses, the people, you know, distant family, people come out of the woodwork. Now, Venus retrograde, now this is where it's different. If someone came out during Venus in Cap retrograde, it may be because you need to close things out or figure out, you know, how to take accountability or responsibility for really ending things in a clear way. Mercury retrograde, when people come out, it's more just because, yeah, like you're on their mind, they're on your mind. I would say usually like maybe don't. It's not like meant to be if that person's reaching out. It's just like they're thinking of you or maybe like an old photo on Apple, a photo of you guys like on vacation popped up and they thought of you. Again, Mercury and Aquarius, like technology. So either way, I just say, you know, just when people reach out, it doesn't mean that if you broke up and it was for a good reason, remember that reason. But under Venus retrograde, I say like, don't write everyone off and also owning where we have to take accountability for certain relationships ending we're not being nurtured. Mercury retrograde, um, we're just like, meh. If you have something to close out with them, you think you do, 
go for it. But a lot of times it's more just, it's a little bit more surface level, I would say. So there's that. Because of the technology component with this, I really want you to be careful about protecting your passwords, making sure everything, you have double two-user authentication on things, making sure your devices are software is updated, backing up to like any sensitive data, all data, being just mindful of that and also really mindful and slow with how you use technology. You're making sure that you've dotted all your I's, crossed all your T's, or in a situation that has happened to many people I know during Mercury Retrograde, you're really double checking that sender, the recipient line before you send out an email or a not safe for work text message if you catch my grift, okay? And just, you know, again, doing social media detox is something I really recommend. Aquarius rules the internet. So whenever there's this retrograde, I like to look at the sign that something's retrograde in and being like, okay, that's where I want to take a break from something or redefine my relationship with it during that time. So maybe doing like some kind of digital social media detox, if you can, or just cutting back, you know, in, in a way that obviously I know a lot of our lives hinge or we can't control our bosses and stuff, but just thinking about how can I, you know, have less screen time and more you know, time with books or working on a puzzle or whatever it is. Okay. So Things that I want you to also do is reach out and connect to, in a way, people you do love, people who are close in your life, especially people who have gotten you through 2021. I want you to reach out to them. I want you to make time for FaceTime, whether that's FaceTiming or hanging out IRL. Aquarius is, there are people, all right? So I want you to find those people and I want you to tell them how you feel, make time to be with them. It's, we're so socially articulate. We're so, our social connections I think we underestimate, or maybe we did before 2020, how important it is to our health. So making time, you know, grab a coffee, go for an old Victorian era stroll if it's more COVID friendly, but I, I really recommend doing that, okay? And then of course, during this time, we're going to just revisit old things, you know, especially in the last four months, projects that you want to finish out, things you need to reassess, things you need to review, re, you know, editing things. Just going back and instead of starting something new during this time, go back, go back to something that um, maybe got you got caught up or something, the holidays happened and it kind of was left like loose ends, go tie them up or close them out. It'll feel really good as we move into late winter, early spring. Okay. So you've got this, you have everything you need. You're equipped. It's just about working with the season, working with the flow, working with the cycle, that's that cosmic baddie life. Okay, so that's where I'm going to leave you. I cannot say enough. Damn, it feels good to be back. As always, tag us in your photos with the Cosmic RX. Slide into my DMs at I am Maddie Murphy if you have your if astrology is in real moments or you just want to come say hi. And I'm just sending you so much love and stardust in the meantime. Mwah. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.